Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. The sweet aromas of the apple fritter, cinnamon roll, and blueberry muffin are hard to resist. So making it the rest of the way home without reaching in your McDonald's bag is no easy task. But nothing worth doing is easy. Wake up and pair any one of these sweet, fluffy, frittery bakery treats with a McCafe iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back inside the studio for another edition of Two Up Front, presented by ShopFutsal.com. I'm Baxter Colburn. And this is Simon Provan. Simon Provan, joining us from the field or the remote location of where, where are you now, Simon? I feel like you're never in the studio anymore. Do you not like, <laughs> do I smell? I will take a shower if you need me to, but I, I showered this morning. Well, I so. wasn't going to say anything, Baxter, but... Uh... <laughs> well, I, thankfully, uh, thankfully, I did shower today, and I... I enjoy a regular shower, so we don't need to worry about that. But uh, you're just a busy guy, Simon. I understand that. But uh, I'm glad that yep, you're, yep. you're joining us here. As we, uh, we move on with the show today uh, for our women's soccer spotlight, and we are headed up to New York again, Simon. It's been a couple of weeks since we've chatted with somebody from the great state of New York. We've had the opportunity to speak with Adriana Leone and Sam Mewis as well of Western New York Flash. And now we get to go to the somebody that uh, maybe might not always be talked about the most because of just how the soccer world rolls, but uh, arguably the most important person on the field in any match is the goalkeeper, Simon. And now we get a chance to speak with the Western New York Flash goalkeeper. She wears number one. Her name is Sabrina D'Angelo, and now she joins us here on the program. Good afternoon to you, Sabrina, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. We are excited to have you here, Sabrina. It's been a very interesting season for Western New York Flash. You kind of taken a lot of people by surprise. You were league leaders for a brief moment, and then Chicago and Portland kind of snuck back up again on you. But can you walk us through what's been going on in New York this year? Because, frankly, anybody that I've really asked this season that covers the league doesn't even really know. They're a little surprised at how well you guys are doing this year. Can you give us some insight on what's going on? Yeah, um, I mean... We're definitely just the underdogs this year. A lot of um, under-radar players who obviously aren't big-name players, but a lot of people who are working hard and all have the same goal of winning the championship. And it's kind of nice that we get overlooked and we're not complaining that that's been happening to us. Um, And we like proving a lot of people wrong. So, I mean, we started off obviously the season with a new coach, Paul and Scott heading in from Portland and um, definitely just a little bit of a change up for us. And they've helped us um, kind of set some goals and, and figure out what our team mantra was. And we go by move the boulder and we've just been continuing every game to move the boulder move each team out of the way. And obviously it's not always perfect, but, Every game's a new lesson, and I think we've been doing awesome thus far. Oh, I'll have to agree with you on that one, too. And one of the things that we've talked about on this show and 
a lot of different places from what I've heard, too. The two teams in the league this season that have kind of surprised people, and you never really know what to expect from our Western New York Flash, but then Sky Blue FC as well, one of your neighbors there up on the East Coast as well. But both of you guys this season have done exceptionally well. You guys have not drawn a single game. You're 6-4 and four so far this season, which I think is very commendable. 20 goals scored, 11 conceded. Talk a little bit about, from your perspective, I mean, you've got some you know, high-quality players on your team, of course, but can you highlight some of those underrated players that you were talking about that maybe us in the media should be talking about? Because, like I said, we, we know about Sam Mewis, we know about Adriana, and we know about you, of course, but who else should we be talking about this year? I mean, if you want to start from the front of our team, you, you talk about last game with Lynn and, and Lynn Williams and Jess McDonald, and Jess McDonald's getting three goals and player of the week. And I mean, just a hard working front line, relentless in the press. And, and I mean, we started off slow with goals, but um, obviously as the season's gone on, we've definitely put more and more in the back of the net and you go back to our back line and you have Abby doll camper back there and, and Liz Eddie and, and Alana Kennedy in the back and just a solid back line with Jay, obviously out on the left. And it's very, very tough to break us in the back, in the front, in the midfield. Um, you think of even Meredith Speck, and honestly, I hadn't known her before she came to the Flash, and she's making a huge difference for our team in the midfield and on the wing there, and just players you normally don't hear about, and they're just relentless in the way they play and work their butt off, and it's making a huge difference for our team. Sabrina, you had mentioned that uh, you like to surprise people. You got an unfortunate surprise on May 21st, breaking <laughs> warm up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the amazing thing is, you still went out and played that game, and it was a, a 5 2 win. So, big time kudos to you. But of course, you've been sidelined now since then with surgery on June 3rd. And both backup keepers have actually played, both have scored wins. So I do have to ask you, what's what's it going to take after you get healed to work your way back into the starting lineup? Um, well, obviously I'm away a little bit for the Olympics now, so Britt and Caitlin will be taking over some more until I return. And then when I return from the Olympics, I think it's just me working hard to try and earn my starting position back because obviously it's not going to be given to me, especially with the way both of them have been playing. They've been outstanding for us. So I think it's just going to be working hard in practice and being a leader again on the field from the back. And, yeah, I think that could potentially do it, but it's not going to be easy by any means. Can I ask about, uh, you know, how the how the wrist is healing? Because obviously, you know, one of the reasons you've been brought in is, is the expected starter for Canada went down as well with an ACL injury, Aaron McLeod. Um, so I'm wondering how, how your recovery is coming along and if we'll see you in Rio. Yeah, um, you will see me in Rio. I'm not sure if I'll be starting, but you will be seeing me there. I saw the doctor last week, and the x-ray looked great. I have, two, I think, two more weeks left in the splint, and then rehab and ready to go. Perfect. Well, I mean, that works out timeline-wise you know, well for you to be able to, to at least be ready to go for action. I think one thing that we've heard from a lot yeah. of people, too, about it, Sabrina, has been all the concerns with Zika and everything that you know we've heard some of the U.S. women players talking about that. Has that come across the Canadian camp at all, or is everybody just going to kind of hope for the best while they're down there? Um, we, I haven't been in camp yet, obviously. Um, we head into camp tomorrow, so I'm sure they'll bring it up and just um, help us through that and what we need to be doing to make sure we can avoid the worst. Um, but honestly, I haven't heard too much 
outside of camp and stuff like that. Okay. That makes sense then. Um, with, I mean, being obviously being called to the Olympics, this is your first time, I'm assuming, being called into a major tournament like this. Do you have an idea, what are your initial emotions getting an opportunity to play for, for an Olympic medal? Oh my gosh, when I found out, I found out on Monday, I forget, I think it was the 18th or 19th of this month, and I woke up to an email from it, and I screamed, and I was so excited, and I, I called my parents right away, and I had, I was emotional because it's been a dream of mine to obviously play in the Olympics and be mm. a part of the senior national team. And it's like you said, my first big tournament. So I'm definitely excited to be a part of this amazing group of women. And it's an honor. And I think it's a reflection of all the hard work that I've done in the past and much like other players do, but I'm very excited. Absolutely. Part well, of you, and you, you certainly helped your case. Uh, I'm making the team. And by the way, congratulations. Yeah, That's absolutely. A, a congratulations. Tremendous honor. Thank you. Uh, but you're, you. I don't know how many people know this. Your your first call up or your first time playing in goal for Canada was a shutout uh, earlier this year on March fourth against uh, Belgium. And I never know how to say this, this tournament's name. The Algarve Cup is that how you say it? Yep, Algarve Cup. Yeah. So obviously you 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 make a great case for your first time being a goal posting a clean sheet. Um, you know that's that's just a tremendous honor, especially after the college career you had all American at South Carolina. I know you also injured your wrist, not to keep on this, but I know you also injured your wrist <laughs> at South Carolina. Is this the same wrist that you injured back then? No, it's actually the opposite wrist. Same injury, but opposite wrist. I guess mm-hmm. I wanted to be even, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm curious, too, about this. I mean, you talk about you know your first Olympics that you get an opportunity to play in, Sabrina, and what a way for FIFA to welcome you in by putting Canada in a group with Australia and Germany and Zimbabwe. So not exactly the easiest group uh, ever, especially with we saw how well Germany played at the World Cup this you know just last year, and then we saw Australia, kind of that dark horse as well, too, that uh, didn't make it as far, I think, as a lot of po- people had wanted. But for Canada, how much of a motivation is it for Canada to do well at this tournament, especially after not doing as well as somebody thought they were going to do at the World Cup, being the host nation? I mean, yeah, I think we've rebuilt the team a little bit. John's rebuilt us a little bit, and and helped inspire us again. And just from our last Olympics coming out with the bronze. And I mean, like you said, it's going to be a tough group, but there's really no easy group. It's the Olympics. There's 12 teams. So every group has it tough. And I think it's just preparing right and, and learning about each team. And, and I think we have a really special group. Um, We're younger and I think that's going to work to our advantage. And we have enough veterans on our team to help with the leadership and guide us through. And I think we're going to do awesome to be honest with you. Yeah, how is it training with Christine Sinclair? I mean, obviously she's a legend in the women's game. Just surpassed Mia Hamm to become uh, women's game's second highest scorer. What's what's it like training with somebody of that uh, stature? It's absolutely amazing. I mean, everything good that you hear about Christine Sinclair is absolutely true, and she is one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. And I was obviously a younger player coming in with a national team not too long ago, and she was so welcoming and and talking to the younger players. And, I mean, you don't always see that in teams. And, I mean, everything she does is world-class, and the way she trains is the way you want all your players to train, just hardworking and relentless. And, I mean, I love that I get to go to the Olympics with her and be a part of a team with her. So, yeah, she's amazing. So, well, uh, talking with you here, Sabrina, which um, is very exciting, number one, obviously, but having 
the opportunities mm-hmm. you mentioned here with uh, with the national team and then obviously what's going on in NWSL. Talk a little bit about your journey, though, too. I mean, you played college soccer. You did so. You were very successful, as we mentioned, at South Carolina. You were drafted last year, 21st overall, and then you were signed by the Flash as well. So the Flash has kind of just been all you've known in the, the two years that you've been a part of this. From even people that we've talked to in the past, the league has even grown a lot even since last year. Have you noticed that continuous growth as well of the league, or what are some of the perceptions that you've seen, especially since you have so many teams out on the East Coast by you guys in New York? Yeah, um, the league has definitely grown. I mean, with the expansion of Orlando and even just from a fan base, a lot more people are getting out to the games and supporting women's soccer. And, I mean, I think that's credit to the Canadian team doing well and the U.S. team doing so well. And young girls want to be professional soccer players and want to be in this environment. So I think that's why the sport is growing. And I'm hoping the league continues to expand next year and continue to grow because it's it's a job for us and it's we get to do something we love every day. And, I mean, hopefully I'll be playing for another 10 years. So you got to stop hurting your wrist, though, if you want to do that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, hopefully I'm even, so hopefully we're all good. <laughs> exactly. It's like, look, I broke both of them. Let's just call it a day, and uh, everything will be fine now, and uh, n- move on from there. <laughs> the last thing I was going to say is, is is just to build upon that point that you just made, Sabrina. You know, you're starting to see players of other national teams, you know, the best players on those teams, also make their way over from NWSL. I mean, Boston, who desperately needs to get somebody in there, just signed a uh, uh, top-flight French player, Guadi Carcuni. I'm sure I'm butchering that name, but, <laughs> you know, we, we see uh, Little also in the league who was named the BBC America's Player of the Year. So it really is amazing to see, you know, yes, all the Americans and the Canadians, which I still think are the best players in the world, but to also see all these other national team players coming over and wanting to be a part of this league because I think it's hard, it's hard to argue against this being the best league in the world for women. Yeah, I mean, I've I've obviously never played in any other leagues in the world, but I think just the pace of the NWSL is crazy, and and how physical it is, and you always every game's tough. There's no easy game, um, and I mean, I think it's great that players from overseas are coming over. We have an Australian and a, a New Zealand, or and I think they just add to our team. So and it adds to the league. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that one. Yeah, I think the league has continued to take leaps and bounds over the last even just two years as well. I mean, the the influx continues to get better and people want to come here. It's not like a, some of the arguments you still hear for even MLS too nowadays. It's like, oh, it's a retirement league. People aren't saying that about NWS. They're saying, hey, I want to go play in the best league in the world, which happens to be in the United States. So that's where I'm going to go. There's only 10 teams, but who's to say there's not going to be 12 or 14 in the next, you know, three to five years, honestly, which I think only makes the league better overall. But uh, it's exciting to see where the league is going. It's exciting to see where a career like yours, who, even though it might be young, has still already been fantastic so far and continues to grow as well, Sabrina. But we uh, we appreciate you taking time today with us, and uh, we wish you all the best at Rio. Hope maybe to see you on the field as well, if possible. We'll be cheering for you as well, and uh, hope to have you back on the program again in the future if it works out. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Yeah, You're welcome anytime. Best wishes to your uh, yeah, best wishes to your exciting summer, Sabrina. Thank you.
That is Sabrina D'Angelo of Western New York Flash. Number one, the goalkeeper. She'll be down in Rio as well. So if you're a Canadian national team fan, go and check them out. Or if you're a Western New York Flash fan as well, check that out as well. We'll run to a break. When we come back, we've got more exciting action for you on Two Up Front. Stay with us. You're listening to Two Up Front, presented by ShopFutsal.com. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Pip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The sweet aromas of the apple fritter, cinnamon roll, and blueberry muffin are hard to resist. So making it the rest of the way home without reaching in your McDonald's bag is no easy task. But nothing worth doing is easy. Wake up and pair any one of these sweet, fluffy, frittery bakery treats with a McCafe iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 